Hey, everybody. It's time for another Thursday Kingdom of Loathing radio podcast show. I'm your host, Jick. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. And Hot Stuff's remote, but you're not going to be able to tell that Hot Stuff's remote because of the magic of audio. Technology, technology, technology. In fact, check this out. I'm going to reach over and punch Hot Stuff in the stomach right now. Oh! Wow, that was really loud on the Skype. Yeah. I mean, in uh, my in, ear. In real life. Shit. <laughs> how you how you guys did bed doing? I think <laughs> I you should did, just did bed doing. Hey, should are just record you guys a, a soundboard of me, and you could just I, you don't even I won't even need to be around for the shows anymore. I can just say like I'll just record like a hundred stupid jokes and maybe <laughs> break them up into parts, and then you can just like at random oh. hit three buttons and oh, be man. like I could just record a loop of me laughing, and then you won't need me at all. <laughs> that yeah. would well no because that that I do need you because I look at your track to figure out where the funny bits are <laughs> to use as the bumps for video games hot dog i see i see where you where you uh what do you call it uh laugh clip uh yeah oh or come close to clipping with your laughing uh great clips they're great clips riff and that points out where the great clips are oh see also pay less shoes i'm like a i'm like a comedy canary (laughs) sure uh like tweety bird yeah sure he's kind of a comedy canary uh uh, so, yeah, we worked a bunch. I, I, it took me a couple of days to get my legs back mm. after uh, there after was there was off. that that period of time leading up to the first, uh, where at one point I had worked twenty out of the previous twenty eight hours, and then uh, thirty out of forty eight. That was pretty good. Some people have to do this all the time. Ugh. If I worked at EA, it would be like that for months at a time, and I would quit. Yeah, that's yeah, what would happen. That'd be pretty grueling. But see, now I can't quit. I'm fired. Wait, no. Wait. <laughs> Shit. This doesn't work. I can't, get, like, I can't quit and I can't get fired. Oh, I'm no. stuck. I'm trapped. Wow. What are we going to, yeah. what are we doing? What is this? Uh, anyway, I, why would I want to quit? We just did That's so right. much fucking awesome shit. Some amazing things. Um that worked out really well, and uh, and out like over the last hour, I finished my portion <laughs> okay. of it. Good, yeah. So that was good. Um, everybody else got all their work done ahead of time, but I had the one uh, jar that I was keeping very close to my chest in case my blood fell out. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's where it would happen. In case your heart plug yeah, popped in open, case the Baron decided <laughs> to yank my heart plug. Uh, because I'm too old for him. Isn't that what... Doesn't he, like... The yeah, heart plugs yeah. are so that he can dispose of his catamites. <laughs> I'm too old to be a catamite. I'm more like a... Is it is a catamite the young guy, or is the catamite the old guy that likes the young guy? The catamite is the young guy. Okay. The old guy that likes the young guy is just a guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a red-blooded American male. <laughs> I mean, Harkonnen male. I don't know. Is his blood red? Pull the plug and see. <laughs> <laughs> Just Can check. you put it back in? I or is the heart plug like one way? It's like it does have some blades on it that make oh. it so you can't Ugh. like because it seems like well I don't have a heart plug anymore but I got this thumb. <laughs> um, so I, like I got this can... little Dutch kid here. To... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be worse case. than having your own thumb because then you'd have to you've got two mouths to feed. <laughs> um, unless it was a vampire, <laughs> it, it, so he could he wow. could just occasionally take a drink. Yeah. Hmm. You can right. genetically modify him to have a little uh, a vampire mouth in his finger. Oh, 
Hmm. Dang, they could probably do that. Yeah. You saw the shit they did with a cat. They made it so you had to milk a cat. What? For... That was in the movie. I don't remember if it was in the book. When oh, uh, when Har- Baron Harkonnen has Thufir Hawat captured, he poisons him, mm-hmm. and then in order to in order like the the antidote is secreted by this weird cat in a box that's just like the front half of a cat connected to some pipes, and Thufir <laughs> Hawat has to keep the cat alive. <laughs> <laughs> to to milk it for the antidote to his poison. Wow. Yeah, no, I that saw, Baron is a sick fuck. <laughs> I saw some uh, some Facebook post, which was a, like a cartoon or, or uh, like a picture of a cat in a box with a bunch of cardboard box with some holes in it. That uh, the caption was like Schrodinger, you asshole, <laughs> uh, which I thought was kind of funny. <clears throat> See, so yeah, I'll cut that up into three parts and put it on the soundboard. Okay. Oh, hmm. Schrodinger, you asshole. <laughs> asshole, 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 Schrodinger. Oh, Kevin's playing asshole, asshole, Schrodinger again. <laughs> uh, well, we could get to uh, some uh, radio bugbear questions if we didn't have a lot of shit to talk about. Okay. I guess we don't have, a, I don't know, do we have a lot of shit to talk about? What did you Ra- do for New Year's? Oh, right. We had uh, New Year's. I went to a party. Um, I. I watched the new stuff being installed, and then I, I think that was about it. Okay. <laughs> you didn't have a, a festive cup of egg gin? No. I had uh, a pickled egg. Okay. You had a pickled it was, egg? It was kind of awful. Really? Yeah. They're too sweet. Yeah. Sweet, really. Yeah. They're, they're like beets. They remind me of beets. I like reason. pickled beets, but I don't know. It's not doesn't work for me with an egg. Pickled beets by Pickled Dr. Dre. <laughs> Did you guys have uh, cornbread and collard greens and black-eyed peas on New Year's Day? Is that a New Year's Day no. thing? I've never heard of that. Black-eyed yeah. peas I had heard of because they bring you lo- lunch. <laughs> they bring you lunch. <laughs> no, we're having black-eyed peas for lunch. The black-eyed peas are coming over for lunch. Yeah, I think collard greens are for success, and I think cornbread is uh, because the other two are not filling enough. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, So luck, success, and and not dying of starve. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Cornbread does not have any fiber Uh, to speak of. That that just comes straight out as soggy poop. Oh. Believe me, I know. I've gone entire days where I ate nothing but cornbread. You do like some cornbread. Cornbread. Yes, dot com bread. I, I went entire days where all I did was look at bread dot com instead of eating. What do you reckon bread dot com is? Let's check. Let's find out. Was uh, I, Mike? My, I thought you were going to ask how many calories does it take to look at bread dot com. What? Okay, so apparently what my browser decided to do was do a Google search for breadfruit ohm. So uh, if you if you guys don't mind, I'm going to meditate for a while. Okay. Is breadfruit ohm maybe like a kind of pill that makes everything taste like bread? Uh, oh, like miracle fruit? Like miracle fruit, yep. Wow, bread.com uh, doesn't seem to be wanting to load. Wow, is it not a site? That's- I don't know. It might just be spending, it might be just very slowly installing all the malware. <laughs> if I was a, a Russian wormer, that's where I would hide my worm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Ostgren says, uh, question to whomever. What is the name of the dude at the hippie produce stand? Mm, g- gift shop guy. Evangion <laughs> <laughs> uh, Q says, curious, how are players in hardcore supposed to clear the 50% item drops for the level 9 quest without fetching a semi-rare or burning a lucre for a bounty consumable? 
well, either of those things are things that you can do. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, you know, the the fullness of time might reveal that that thing is too harsh, but... Uh, I mean, all of them have alternative solutions, right? So if you're not happy finding a semi-rare, then... Well, people really don't... The the way that the the way that Twin Peak is framed, people really don't like burning it down. Yeah, but yeah. that because that one feels very much like a failure rather yeah. than like yeah. a oh I didn't do this fast enough. It's like a oh I am too stupid. <laughs> I the player am too stupid. Not not I the character. Um, you know, I probably would have made it higher and had the familiar apply. Uh, mm. If it had been at all reasonable to do that, familiars are such a high percentage of what you can get with, uh, what plus items you can get sort of easily. Yeah, that, like that. Like there are just all kinds of things like trying to balance any of these like challenges that we've been doing for any of the content that we put out recently. It's like it's just like ah oh, god, there are so many lopsided sources of this kind of stuff that you may or may not have access to based on whatever, you know, zone or path or whatever you're in, that it's just, like, becoming kind of a nightmare to keep track of it all. Also, next time we make an MMO, let's not have anything like the softcore versus hardcore split. Well, let's not make anything like that that we care about, right? Like, an optional thing where you can't do stuff. Okay, well, so, let's put it this way. Let's not make something like that where all of the content that we make for the game has to be considered into wildly yeah. variant contexts. Yeah. yeah, totally. Totally, totally. Uh, Togopika says, thank you for Raccoon. You're welcome. <laughs> um, didn't making that thing a raccoon... W- so Scully was going to make it a rabbit, and then I was like, I don't think I can draw another rabbit that looks different than the rabbit familiar that we already have. So he was like, oh, we'll just make it a raccoon. But then that ruined the, the joke about, yeah. uh, you, you mean the spoiler? It yeah. ruined oh. the joke about the, the so we were going to do it. We had, we've, we've been periodically talking about an idea for an item of the month. Uh, based on a brainstorming thread that we made several years ago where uh, Chris Moyer suggested the cat burglar and the joke was going to be that it's actually a raccoon and your character just thinks that he keeps describing it as a cat but it keeps doing things like knocking over your trash can and washing its food (laughs) and getting its hand stuck in a hole with two nails driven into it at an angle. Uh, Did you ever read Danny, the Champion of the World? I guess not. Oh, man. (laughs) I need to read that again, and then I need to make everyone else read that so that all of the shit from that book that is just constantly stuck in my brain will will be... Make sense. Yeah, will make sense to me and also to the rest of you. I had a... My fifth grade teacher was, like, super, super into Roald Dahl and read us, like, every Roald Dahl book. Roald Dahl is super good. I'm kind of surprised that there's still a couple that I haven't read. I don't think I ever read Fantastic Mr. Fox either. I also Have you seen the movie? Read, but the movie? No. Oh, the movie's so uh, fucking good. Yeah. You, know who, you know who doesn't like that movie? Mr. Skullhead. You know why? Because Mr. Skullhead does not know from fucking quality. <laughs> it bothers him that it's so twee. Wow. And you know what? You know what's good about it? It's twee. <laughs> does he just hate everything that Wes Anderson does? Like, I believe that he does. Yeah. Okay. Well, then he needs sure. to just and I could, avoid subjecting himself to that and and not have an opinion about it to sure. poison the minds of others. I mean, 
It's yeah, I yeah, I can understand why somebody wouldn't like it. You know, I guess. Yeah. But I can't yeah, I, like it surprises me when somebody who I share other tastes with doesn't like something that on a fundamental level is just so appealing to me. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um like adventure time. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, more and more I'm beginning to think that Mr. Skullhead is just broken. <laughs> like maybe maybe something maybe like he doesn't realize that this has happened so he has not like apologized for it yet but maybe what happens is that when you have a kid you just turn into somebody's dad and you no longer understand what's good my my argument is that uh is that he just has a totally different like set of tastes and that's actually what makes the uh the monday shows so compelling is that the two of you oh you think so so on some fundamental levels just don't agree with how the world works and and people are really enjoy that conflict do you think that that's also a part of what makes KOL so good? Uh, because our divergent tastes make it so some of the game doesn't have any fart jokes in it, and some of the game is all fart jokes? Well, I was going to say some of the game doesn't have any fart jokes in it, and some of the game uh, doesn't have any apples because that's an in-joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I was, I was trying to put together... This sucks. This this actually kind of sucks. I was trying to. Uh, I, I went to the coffee shop today, uh, both to get some exercise because uh, the coffee shop is what I call the gym. Uh, and uh, no, uh, I, I've I've decided that rather than I, I think we've I I don't I think no anybody cares, and I don't yeah. remember if I've talked about it before. But I but I've uh, I've discovered something that works better for me in terms of getting me to uh, ride my bike places. I don't like dealing with commuting to and from the office because so often there'll be a day when I feel like riding my bike to work, but I can't because I have to take something heavy mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I have to, I have to be there early and late or, or I want to st- go somewhere for dinner that's out of the way on the way home or we're recording a podcast or whatever. Um, so I decided I'm just going to leave my uh, bike at the office and I found a coffee shop. Actually, there's a pair of coffee shops that is about an eight mile or nine mile round trip hmm. from the office, which is pretty good. I go there, I have some coffee, maybe have some breakfast, do some work on a note, <laughs> pa- pa- paper, pad. Anyway, I was I went there today. Uh, it's the first time I'd done it since my surgery, which you know then prompted a month of very, very little physical activity. It was rough. Hmm. It was a, it was windy on the way back, and so it was like oh, yeah. not only was I tired, but all of my eastward progress was a just like twice the normal amount of effort. It was rough. Uh, we are uh, out of shape. I yeah, think, we officially. are. Let's go. Uh, let's go to San Francisco and start climbing everything. <laughs> okay. Street, all right. Street lamps. Get your stupid wrist fixed, dummy. Okay. It's your fault. It's your fault. I'm so fat. I know. <laughs> I know. Um. Anyway, so I was, uh, but the beginning of this story was I was uh, drawing up skill trees for Avatar of Jarlsberg, and I was, I kept staring at this blank space, thinking, obviously what goes in this space is bacon. <laughs> I can't put bacon in this space. That is the only that thing that could go in this space is bacon. There is no way that I can put bacon in this space. It's like, fuck. I don't actually think that we're avoiding bacon, but now it's just become a thing. So you couldn't substitute like sausage or 
ham or something? Uh, I included bacon in the pretentious artist stuff, and it just it wasn't. It's not a joke. It's just a breakfast food, right? Like that's. I think that's. Okay. Yeah, that's the other. Th- in this case, it's also not really a joke. So yeah, I think I. But I ended up uh, moving bread from somewhere else. <laughs> So I think that there is no bit ba- and and then that actually preserves that preserves a joke about meat. Um <laughs> okay. Right, well no, this is just it's just so non-specific that this is going to be really interesting I think when people yeah, so there's, get to play it. I mean, you're not eating bacon, right? There's not like an item that is bacon that is a thing you eat. Okay. There's very little there's very little in the way of real meat products in this game. I think there's a green ham, I guess. Hmm. hmm. That's true. Well, there's sausages, but nobody knows what they're made of. There's spam witch sandwiches. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's fillet of there's fillet of tangy gnat. <laughs> Fotolith. <laughs> oh, man, that makes me laugh every time. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's rats and cats and bass stuff, but I mean, you don't get like a. I guess there's burgers. Fuck. Oh yeah, the yeah, there's white castle. white yeah. citadel burgers and Bielsa burgers and yeah, never yeah. mind, never mind. This but, isn't even a thing. But do we specify what kind of burgers? Because they could. Oh be no, they're they're cat burgers, <laughs> veggie burgers. Actually, they're raccoon. You just think they're cat burgers. <laughs> um, Frank Bean says, "I note that the PvP winningness leaderboard will show people who have negative one wins, but not zero wins." Pff, man, PvP leaderboards. What? You just you just listed the two things that I care about the least. <laughs> And expected me to say something about them. Um, that's PvP and leaderboards. Mm. In case you were wondering which two things. Uh, not cats and burglars. Not, not Franks burgers. and beans. Uh, yes. I, I really like both of those things, actually. Here's a story. Uh, I almost <laughs> had beans for lunch, but then I didn't. I had soup instead. Oh, that's a good story. Yep. Huh. You'll have to make sure to tell us that one again sometime. I was within a hair's breadth of having beans for lunch. Oh, boy. You guys. I. Uh, the Ripa says, I never understood why the Crimbo Elves from however many years ago played 11 instead of 21 until I, until I started learning German. Well done. You know, total coincidence. Yeah. You know, I'm not even... I, I took German in high school. I'm not sure I even noticed that until just now. Yep. Good. Uh, well done, you, the Ripa. Uh, yeah. Because we... Oh, like the first packs, I remember having a conversation with Scully in the hotel room about how, oh man, we should have some version of blackjack in the KO in the thatched roof casino, but we don't want to just do blackjack because that's boring. Let's oh, let's make up our own kind of blackjack that just goes to eleven. We'll call it eleven, <laughs> and then we never did it until that crimbo. And then it was like, all right, well after this crimbo's over, we'll put this in the normal casino, and then that was five that years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yep, we d- we developed that like super hot Nuevo slot machine tech. <laughs> um, the slot machine has a transparent uh, LCD screen in front of the normal screen, so it's got super sweet 3D and Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, okay, well that was the that was the radio bug bar questions, and there were not very many of those. And I've decided that I'm just gonna stop uh, stop supporting radio bugbear questions oh yeah i'll read them when they're there but i'm not going to tell anybody and uh you know eventually everybody who knows about sending a private message to radio bugbear will die of old age (laughs) uh let's see forum thread Uh, we shall look at it 
Chilled says, so gentlemen, you'll be mildly jealous to hear that I spent my New Year's Eve drinking with one of the creators of Bum Rape Island. How are your celebrations? <laughs> uh, game question to be added here. Liar. Did one of the things that you had at your New Year's Eve celebration, was it, was it a sandwich full of lies? Uh, do you guys remember Bum Rape Island? I do not. I remember the name, of course. Uh, but. There's, so it was that it was like a, a World War II comic book that had been vandalized oh, by yeah. just a bunch of things yeah. being erased. I can never. I need to sit and read through the whole thing again so that I can find the one phrase in it that I thought was the funniest. Um, it was like there was also there was one particular YouTube comment that was posted on that. Uh, that recording of me talking about how annoying the Mega 64 guys were, and then 10,000 Mega 64 listeners calling me a faggot. Uh, there was there was one of those that was super funny, and I should do a mashup between that and this one panel of Bum Ray Island. Uh, everything is a remix, fellas. Information wants to be Cory Doctorow. <laughs> Raiji Neely says, I can't use one chef staff against my nemesis because you're afraid of me using two. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm I'm telling a man he can't eat steak because a baby can't chew it. Uh, are you planning on fixing dual wield? You know, everybody attributes that to Mark Twain, but it was actually a Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> are you planning on fixing dual wield main hand slash offhand weirdness someday? Probably also disembodied hand. I mean, there's not all that much weirdness there. You can't equip chef staves in your offhand. The end. Like, I don't know what other weirdness you're talking about. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't they, want to use a magical staff in my left hand. I'd probably screw it all up. Yeah, you would. All your spells would be counterclockwise instead of clockwise. And yeah. you would accidentally, like, you, you'd make monsters live longer instead of die sooner <laughs> because the clock's going the wrong way. Do they want you to be able to equip three chef staves? I guess he does. No, I think he wants to be able to equip one chef staff, whether it is in his offhand or his main hand. Uh, because, I mean, the the um, the nemesis, you have to be wielding the uh, the pasta spoon of whatever. Yeah, right. I mean, really, the actual solution to this is that the mist-class epic weapons should be chef staves. Or the Postomancer one, Postomancer whichever one gets yeah. the skill that can do it. It just didn't work out that way. I mean, we could slightly retheme it. I was going to say we could make the pasta spoon or whatever also a chef staff. Yeah. That's a weird. It's just a very long handled spoon. Yeah, I mean, sure. what is a staff if not a really long handled spoon? Yeah. That sometimes has a goat skull instead of a spoon bowl. <laughs> Think about how much better the Soundgarden song Spoon Man would be if it was just about a guy banging skulls together. Oh, wow. I want your spoons. <laughs> uh, edit. I think it would have been cool if the Saucer Nemesis adjusted to your hot cold spells by switching elements so that you had to alternate between the two. Sure. Oh. Where were you back then when yeah. we were working on designing all this crap? <laughs> Uh, WVO Quine says, add more Dream Jar NPCs. I love them. The Young Man is a year-long previous item or premium item. It makes sense to constantly kick it up. It's too good of a mechanic to drop. I want to peer into Hank's mind. Oh, you um, don't want to see what's in there. You guys mentioned that you probably wouldn't be able to finish all the content you had planned. I assume this means you planned other NPC Dream Jars. What were they? Please don't spoil them if there's a chance they might appear, like Riff suggested. Uh, this item is clearly Word Realms themed, but it could also be thought of as Psychonauts themed. Did you guys have Psychonauts explicitly in mind when designing Word Realms? Uh, no, no. This is a, this was actually more Psychonauts themed than Word Realms themed. And yeah. It ended up being more Word Realms themed, which is weird. Well, no, it didn't really. I mean, they're not dream jars. They're just 
yeah, I, I mean, I guess maybe yeah, the, yeah, there's jars of psychoses. Uh, yeah, it was for the longest time. Those buttons said "use anal jar" on him, uh, and <laughs> yep. the item was just called <laughs> anal jar because it's an anal. It's a jar that does analysis. <laughs> yeah, the the actual familiar was one of the last things we actually finished everything. Uh, there was only one. Uh, I I finished uh, everything. Got done except the factoids for the mystic zone so let's let's go through this and just uh let we'll 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 put this on record and give everybody uh credit where their credit is due oh Uh, so let's uh, look in the mall at you know what's great uh now players can do what i did so many times in the item spindler laughing every time which is to find these things by searching jar of pee (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, so the captain of the gourd. That was Riff's yep. idea, Riff's writing, Chris Moyer's execution. Yeah. Uh, so that was the two of them did that. Uh, the mystic was, I did everything in that. That was the one that I didn't let anybody else touch because uh, right. I was excited about it. Uh, the meatsmith. Actually, I guess I did all of that too. Um, the it was that was some, the first one that was done. Yeah, because I just wanted to like, all right, this is what one of these is. Like, here is an example you can look at, and it, like, and what's weird though is that it the meatsmith one is probably the one with the smallest scope. But it, I mean, it it helped sort of define. Ah, uh, yeah, like bro- in thinking. broad conceptual strokes, like yeah. So I mean, the the meatsmith jar. I did not like that took like a day to do the whole thing and it like art I mean cuz it's just like oh, wow. five monsters and they don't have any drops so it's it was just like super streamlined content development that is meant to be that is meant to land as and I hope that this happens a thing that will be worthwhile for meat farmers um I might have undershot hmm. a little bit uh, I want to see. There's the there's the rare drop in there that I'm you know is common enough that people definitely know about it. So I want to see where that's at in the mall out of curiosity. Um, but that was meant to be the sort of like final thing to tempt farmers into actually spending turns in there. Uh, all right, jar of psychoses. The old man. That was Scully's idea. Uh, hot stuff. Impl- yeah. Did all of the implementation well. I guess sort of, right? We we sat down for like an hour, and I yeah yeah I because I because it you was like the like the, the I think the way that you were talking about doing it, I thought ah there's there is an easier way to deal with it than that. So let's why don't I like this will just be like a good uh, this uh, it's important to grow your employees. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say in business lord school. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and now I have <laughs> four. So arms. it was like all right. Hot stuff. Sit down. Sit down and next. Sit down next to me on this rug at my feet and watch what I would do if I were doing this In front of a thing. crackling fireplace. Yeah. yeah it's good. And then after that, we'll implement some content. <laughs> but first, let's hurl our champagne glasses onto the hearth. Um, what happens to those? Do they melt? And then do you have to... I imagine... No. Yeah. You, have to pick you up don't have to pick of, up a bunch of, bunch of broken glass. Of glass? I bet they I melt. I mean, some of it might melt, but... Yeah, they melt a little bit. Oh right, yeah, I've got you, that. I've, you, I so, forgot about your uh, shame uh, sitting on the should. shelf in your office. 
I was like, <laughs> I said something about I should just throw this beer bottle into this campfire and melt it. And Hot Stuff was like, that bottle would not melt in this campfire. And so now there is a half-melted beer bottle sitting on Hot Stuff's <laughs> shelf as a reminder of how I'm always right and he's always wrong. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, so then you, uh, you, uh, we did the skeleton of the zone together and then you implemented all the, the, you did all the design of the resource management stuff and you, yeah, you yeah. implemented all of the, and I implemented everything. uh, except the things that you can't do. Uh, you made me implement the consumables that you get because you are too much of a pussy to learn VI. Yeah. <laughs> and also the yeah, uh, honestly the I don't want you using thing. VI on KOL's code because it is so easy to just crazy fuck <laughs> a document if you don't know what you're doing in <laughs> VI that where remember that one time when uh there was there was uh some sort of one of the skills for whatever reason was supposed to give you 58 damage absorption but because of because of a mistake in VI <laughs> yeah. it was actually giving you the number that consisted of the digits 5 and 8 58 times in a row <laughs> um, so basically like if you had this effect or this passive skill you were just impervious to damage because you had maxint damage absorption and it was because VI will do stuff like that because yeah. if you want to type the number 58 so you think oh I know what I should do I should just type the number five followed by the number eight. But no, that is not how you type the number 58. That is how you tell VI, the next thing I do, I want you to do it 58 <laughs> times in a row. So then when you're like, oh, oh, right. And then you insert the text 58 into the document, it dutifully says, all right. If you say so, boss. Seems like a lot of damage absorption, but you're the designer. I'm just the editor. Um, yeah. Yes. And then, uh, Jar of Psychoses, The Pretentious Artist. That was Hot Stuff's idea, Hot Stuff's implementation, Scully's writing. Yeah. Scully's writing. That was actually the first thing I ever coded in KOL. Uh, nah, chibi buddy. If you do things... Uh... Oh. No. Oh. I did that after. That was just the first thing that was released. This I had done before that. This was the thing that was like, what the fuck? How... You can, you've been able to do this all along? Yeah. Oh, fuck you. <clears throat> You're fired. I mean, you get a raise. <laughs> uh, then, Jar of Psychosis, suspicious looking guy. Yeah, uh, was you. My, my idea and sort of, sort of broad stroke. Then, yeah, yeah. I, drew, I drew a sketch of, of Chinatown yeah. and then was like, riff, it's flesh, a, yeah. flesh like, put write, a quest in write, here. Write me a story with triads and yakuza and the shop has animated roasted duck golems in it yeah that was the that was the apparently i saw somebody posted a thread i don't know from how long ago it was where somebody else had posted the phrase roasted duck golem and was like this is why make a kol threads will always continue so apparently somebody in some thread that we didn't read said something about a roasted duck golem at some point Weird. Yeah, I wonder if oh, that well. phrase did somehow make it in. I mean, I don't read those threads. Yeah. So. I mean, I specifically stay uh, out of them so that stuff like this doesn't exactly. happen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, anyway. But yeah, then, uh, so yeah, so I came up with a, a sort of plot outline. Yep. And we discussed how that was going to work. And then I wrote everything. We drew and, a real weird... Uh, 
uh, diagram with a bunch of totally illegible scrawls on a whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. and then I. Like the last thing I did on the last day before my before I left for my surgery was I drew just in paint shop a, a like rough sketch of that zone mm -hmm. with all of the clickable objects and all of the labels that it was going to need, and then handed it over to Chris to code. Yeah, and then Chris did all the codings, and then I did I redid the real art as like the n next to last thing that I did before uh, it rolled. I was really pleased to see you put that sign in. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I hope that that's correct. <laughs> it's I, I could not the 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 Chinese character for Chinese was too complicated to express there, so that sign is supposed to just read large sign. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm I, I hope a, any of our Chinese speaking listeners let me know if I fucked that up or not, <laughs> and if I did, uh, let me know how to correct it, and I totally will. Um, also, if there is a way in that amount of space to express I mean, Chinese sign, that is what I would rather have it say. Uh, and that's it, because the seventh one, which is totally there, totally ready to go, totally tested, and everyone is going to hate, um, is acquirable. Um, secret. It is a secret. It is a secret secret. Um yeah, so the, uh, from WVO Quine's question about uh, me mentioning that we wouldn't be able to finish all the content, turns out we have gotten super fucking fast at this. And the fact that we did a content familiar that was larger than all of the other content familiars before this combined in less time. I think probably a lot of it is that <clears throat> over the time we have, like we tended to come up with a lot of stuff that we needed to code new things for, but we're starting to run out of things that are so brand new so that yeah. more frequently ideas that we have are already implemented. There's already a way to do them, yeah. yeah. Like the, the list of the things that we can, the special abilities and stuff that we can give to monsters. Although we gotta, t so what, mm -hmm. we, a bunch of new stuff, a bunch of new like base features got added as a result of this. There was the ability for a non-combat adventure to run a code block, uh, which didn't used to happen. Um, right. And I don't know why. It, it led me to always, if something needed to run arbitrary code, I would just make it a choice adventure with a button that you'd hit to, hmm. to invoke whatever it was going to do. But that is no longer necessary. Um, I don't know that it ever like hurt anything, but that's you know that makes regular non-combats way more flexible. Hmm. Um, we added the ability for a zone to have a code block. Uh, that was necessary because of the thing that hot stuff you wanted to do in the old man zone where it forces non-combats right. at one rate under one set of circumstances and at another rate under another set of circumstances. So now the zone property, there is there is a place to put code that runs that will modify the properties for a particular zone. Um, I thought that we were going to have a, a single zone monster level increase property, but I Chris apparently did something else um, to, to implement the <laughs> multiple floors of the hmm. Zaibatsu building. Um, also, it's not the Zaibatsu building. It is whatever it is called. Well, it's uh, the, the Shiawaze Mitsuhama Zaibatsu. Oh, building, okay. So. <laughs> uh, does Shi that mean anything? Uh, Shiawaze and uh, Mitsuhama are the two two of the largest Zaibatsus in the Shadowrun world. Oh, okay. 
Um, wow, man, awesome. it's all shadow run all weekend. I, I was, uh, I spent my, uh, yes, no, I drove <laughs> past, I drive apartments. past shadow run apartments all the time uh, on the way to the <laughs> office, but, uh, there, no, the most recent episode of watch out for fireballs was about this super Nintendo, uh, mm. shadow run. And so I listened to that while I was, uh, while I was tending an illegal brush fire in my yard. <laughs> Not at the office. Did you, I didn't did burn all that? the... There's a huge pile of brush in the backyard of the office. I uh, I packed the truck full of... Uh, yeah, I packed the truck full of C4. orange tree that I cut off of an orange tree. And then before I took it to the dump, I went on that month-long road trip. And while I was on the road trip, Wes asked me if he could borrow the truck. And I was like... <laughs> Uh, sure. I guess you can just throw all that brush back in the yard. And he did. And then it's still there. <laughs> so it's good. It's in the backyard, though. Yeah. <clears throat> Something that I, I noticed at the airport uh, was that I think it's perhaps a bad idea for airports to have uh, gates or terminals you, labeled you think? C4. Because you're not allowed to talk about uh, them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Because you're not allowed to say them. Yeah. Just like. Uh, yeah. Suicide Bomber Airlines. <laughs> never going to, uh, yeah, never going to get off the ground. They went out of business so fast. I understand. We have the hottest stewardesses, the cheapest tickets, and the safest planes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Every airplane has a Guinness on tap and an unlimited supply of Baileys and Jamesons. Yep. This yeah. airline is dynamite. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they is says did you write factoids for the spectral pickle factory do you ever plan to bring it back for those with manuel uh yes yeah there are they do have factoids and so yeah they'll be gatherable once they has the pickle factory not come back since the advent of spooky putty that can't be right can it or did we just make the monsters they might be no putty. They actually. are not. They, oh, they're, you know what? They were all bosses. Yeah, they're bosses. They were listed as bosses for whatever reason. So uh, that's cool. The pickle factory is so fucking weird. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why is it just? It's great. It's classic. Yes, it it's is. but it's not. It's not any good. It's like, it is this one well, note ba- back mechanically when, uninteresting thing back that when is only pickles good were awesome. It was good. Pickles aren't aren't as good anymore. Hmm. I, like you know, having having been around for when it first arrived, uh, and not having any idea that it was going to go away, like I remember that sensation of like, oh, you know, it, this seems cool. I guess I'll come back here tomorrow, and then there not being a tomorrow was like, oh my god. Yeah, did I blow your mind? Happened? I blew your mind, didn't I? Yeah. You did. You blew my mind. And then I was like, afterwards, I was like, ah, oh, this was so obvious. Why didn't I understand? A spectral, ghostly, arriving from the mists. Ah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cannonfire40 says, question, why can we only do one jar of psychosis per day? It doesn't seem to make sense narratively given the message you're given when you try. So I did I did it that way because the, the jars all work in different ways in terms of like whether you can do them multiple times per ascension or not. And... I wanted, like, I didn't want somebody to be able to burn through all of this stuff in one day. 
Like that is that is a mechanism, and it's and it's this is a, the thing that I feel like seems like a little more of a dick move that I hope you will. I hope you will come to understand in time what I was trying to accomplish uh, by making it so you can only gather one of these per day. So that's actually that was surprising to me. I, I'm. Yeah. Well, I was actually so you it, can only gather one per day. It, it, there is no other way to enforce any kind of scarcity. You don't think? You don't think that like? Well, the fact think that about the ones. Think about the ones that have not yet been got, and think about think about how much no, less rare I, they would be no. in the future if. Sort of. Sh- sure, except for the fact that like I don't know how many unfilled jars there will be, if if they could be filled at, at your whim. Like I don't know how many unfilled jars there would be the first at time. any given time, right? That's that sure. that is my concern. Like once sure, sure. once yeah. people understand okay. the yeah, things yeah. that they will come to understand in the fullness of time, then they will they will know why sure. it would make sense. It yeah, it, all all of this stuff can change, right? Like the 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 weird thing about the way that we develop content is that. Actually, you know what I realized is is I, what I just realized is that maybe two two jars per day would be better than one because then you could work down a surplus, but it would still be limited. Well, I mean, you could work down a surplus by just right, not get accumulating more. Right? Yeah. Sure. You know, yeah, because you have to spend so many turns with this dude to get one of the jars, it's not like you're unlikely to. I I I don't think that they're going to pile up. That that is my theory is that they are not going to pile up because it's not like you get one every ascension whether you're trying or not you know it's um it, the the weird thing about the way that we work on some of this stuff is that th- some some of the like really fundamental stuff about the the like where the rubber meets the road with people actually playing with these things are like the very last thing that we consider. When we're when we're doing it, like, hmm. uh, well, you know, like, well, we've done this whole quest. Is this a quest that you can do once or repeat? Which is a huge difference. But it's like, right. it is like a decision that we have to make relative to like, well, uh, how did it turn out? Like, is there enough variety in this that it makes sense that you could do it a whole bunch of times in a row? Like, I mean, I definitely was. I definitely was cognizant of that when I was doing the pretentious artist and the old man stuff. I was like, okay, yeah. how how do I want this to play out? Like, and pretentious artist, like, basically resets every day, regardless of whether you finish it or not. And old man doesn't reset every day, but once you finish it, in a given yeah, day, I think my idea was that again. you'd be able to just keep doing. Like, my initial sort of treatment of it was that you'd be able to just keep doing it over and over again. But that was before it had good rewards. Yeah. Right, I wasn't. I didn't when I when I thought of that. I didn't have any concept of what you were gonna get at the end of it, and so that. But I mean, that's what I like. Like I said, that that the, the reward that you get for a, for finishing a quest is always the last thing to be done. Right, Al- <laughs> almost always the last thing to be done. And do. and then it also the 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 content of the reward is gonna determine like what we need to do in terms of balance to its access, and so. You know, 
these things are subject to change potentially. I don't I'm I'm pretty happy with the way that this thing works now. And and I think that you know, once some of the fervor dies down, everybody else will be okay with all of the things that they're you know, twitching about. Now, I don't I want to stop the jars from disappearing. The ones that Chris did, I think he thought the jars were supposed to disappear from your campsite when you finished them. Hmm. Um and I would like for that not to right. be the case. I think it, it, even though you can't do anything else with them, it just it makes it chafe when you can't use another one, uh, right? In a way that it wouldn't if it was like, right, oh, exactly. well, I can't use another one until this one goes away. Yeah, I mean, it's probably too late to deal with that perception. But uh, Elfin says, is adding more info to Manuel pages still something you guys are considering? I'd love to see more things there: phylum, initiative, resistances, etc. Um, yeah. Phylum is so easy to guess, right? That would just become a way for people to point out when we fucked it up. <laughs> um, which right now it'll take them a little longer to find it. Resistances, I don't think so. <laughs> but the uh, initiative yeah. would be a thing, for sure. I guess. I mean, it, but then how are we going to sell the uh, uh, fr- fiend foglio? Phil Fo- the Phil the Phil Fiend Foglio, <laughs> uh, which what what that is going to be is it's going to be uh, a very very long uh, porno comic book <laughs> where you unlock one frame of it for every monster you research with the Phil Fiend Foglio. And it changes all the monsters' heads to look like wax covered watermelons. <laughs> is that? That's basically my opinion of his art, yes. Really? That is fairly... Are you sure you're not thinking of Sergio Aragones? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a different one. That's where all the art becomes very tiny and off the corner of the screen. Yeah, it is amazing, it is amazing how much, how expressive <laughs> Sergio Aragones' characters are when you look at what they consist of, and it is very much just like a scrawl. Yeah. Like, he occupies a really interesting space on that understanding comics spectrum. You know, I haven't said this in a while. Everybody read Understanding Comics. Even if you don't give a shit about comic books, read Understanding Comics. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Did you... you don't I listen to the don't. For a while, I was listening to it, and then I was like, you know what? I'm only going to listen to this when there's somebody that I'm really interested in on it. And then after a while of that, I was like, eh. <laughs> um. There is, uh, so I'm like, you know, as usual, I'm several months behind in my, everything. Uh, <clears throat> like, everything. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, but uh, the episode from, I guess it is August, um, with John, it's it's labeled John K, uh, John Christopher Lucy, um, the guy who basically was behind Rin and Stimpy, like the idea behind it, and he's Rin's voice and everything, and <clears throat> he's an animator, and that episode was awesome. Like, he talks about just the process of animation and, like, just comes at cartooning, like, cartoons and animation from such a a, a deeper understanding and place than I ever really knew existed. It was, like, it was just kind of eye-opening. Um so I, I like in the same vein as understanding comics, I would totally listen to that episode of that podcast uh, just to sort of have an insight into what people who are really passionate about that uh, world see. That's and cool. What they're like doing. 
Uh, Elfin yeah. continues, loving the new conspiracy theories. How do you go about creating Mad Libs in the game? Do you start with a bunch of sample sentences and then go through and pick out the nouns and add them to word buckets? Or do you start with making a list of word buckets and constructing phrases around that? Do you get everyone to dream up words, or are they typically a one-man project? Uh, they are typically a one-man yeah, the, project. Yeah, the conspiracy theories was me, and also the dreams that the, that the raccoon gives you. Um, I, I kind of go at it both ways. I start out by doing a sentence and... And, you know, removing nouns and adjectives and verbs and using those to create lists. And then I use those lists to construct new sentences. Yeah, that, that I was going to say, I, I will often, the first thing that I will create is, is usually something that is like underscore template, which mm-hmm. is the thing that gets called to, to fill in. Um, I tend to put in at least one thing that can include itself. So yeah, that you will every once in a while get super long, weird, like one of the lists in the adjective bucket is adjective, adjective, for instance. Um, I, so that's the thing that I like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, for like the snowboard tricks, I just looked at the names of a whole bunch of snowboard tricks and then, you know kind of made shit up based on that and then I actually used all of those words and then I just <laughs> made up as many words as I could think of that kind of sounded like those words yeah sort of the same thing we did with the hobo name generator back in the day which you know was not that was using a different sort of underlying tech than the than the Mad Libs thing now it we've made it much much easier I don't remember what what was the context in which I think it was the pen pal it was the pen pal that led me to actually write the Mad Lib parser. And then I was like, ah, this is bullshit. Chris, would you rewrite this in a way that works better and has a thousand more features than, than I did it in? And now I look at it and I'm like, what the fuck is any of this? Like, right. The, I'm like, sometimes I'm I like, I'm like, oh, I should add a, add a thing to this. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm really nervous about editing any of these fields because I don't want to, like, yeah. change everybody's pen What I've started doing whatever, is, you know, like, for now know. that we can categorize a set of word buckets, so, like, uh, I don't know, dream underscore whatever, I've started instead of mm-hmm. calling directly to old buckets, I, I copy them and make dream underscore that yeah, that's that's the that. safest. I oh. mean, so things like the hobo, like I I end up using the hobo names a lot, mm-hmm. like to just to name things because like the hobo last right. name is like a pretty comprehensive list of last names. Um, you know, th- there's also like word buckets for. I've started tapping into some of the word buckets I made for the um, for word realms, um, because we because we I had Chris oh, implement yeah. the Mad Lib language in word realms, and then it there's a set of word buckets that get exported into into word realms and it's just you know to make dog talk blade blade or whatever for the random character names and the random names of the guys in the gauntlet but like one of the things that I had there was a list of like I, like I think I just did like the hundred most common men's and women's names in English speaking countries in 1800 hmm. um, just to just to have like this sort of like oh, Dickens nice. sounding yeah. names um, so I use some of those in certain places. And those, like, changing something in the hobo name word buckets isn't going to hurt anything, except that... Actually, this probably doesn't even happen anymore. 
at back in the day, it would have potentially changed the name of a hobo that a guy was fighting at the moment from round to round, but that doesn't really matter. Like there are very few things where a word bucket is used to create some sort of consistent per player thing, and most of them are safe to edit. Uh, Elfin continues, continues. Listening to the early podcast, you guys laughed off a suggestion of adding new classes to the game, though that was implemented several years later. So uh, what do you laugh off now that you think will be implemented several years in the future? Well, it... We did not... During the time when I said that I didn't want to add any new classes to the game, challenge paths were not a thing. And the idea of having a class that you played that class and that was it... You didn't have any perm skills from other classes, and you never got to perm the skills from this class. Like, I'm still not adding any more base classes to the game, because that would just... That would screw up so much stuff that it... Like, the number of just, like, niggling technical things that we had to deal with when introducing Boris, and then the number of them that we realized that we hadn't done a general fix for when we did Zombie Slayer... <laughs> uh, it's it would be it would be fucking nuts to add new basic classes to the game and i'm still not, i'm just going yeah. to say that we're not going to do that <laughs> no radish dancers the challenge Sorry. path cheese wizard <laughs> the challenge the challenge paths um are an awesome creative opportunity for us because it lets us do like oh well, what if we did add a new class what would that be like let's let people play this little vignette that we've created where there's a new class right but it doesn't interact in any meaningful way with the rest of the game so it doesn't count as me violating what I said also <laughs> no fullness counter god damn it <clears throat> <laughs> Wind says, the new yearly content familiar is really interesting in how it works, particularly in its uh, its definitely new approach to opening up zones. Do you have plans for similar new options in the future, given how much of the campground is pretty wide open? Oh, I, I don't know. The campground was just like, eh, where's this going to go? Yeah. Um, for a long time, the message was, you pour the meat smith's brains out on your yard and a door opens or some shit. <laughs> um <laughs> And I think they all said the meat smith. (laughs) They were like, the guy. Yeah, you pour this dude's brains out on your This dude's, yeah. And yeah, I I think that was why. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I definitely like this letting you at something for a day. And like, I guess the decision to have the guy only drop one jar seemed like it was going to be fairly controversial, although I haven't seen anybody complain about it, really. There is just so much more going on in these than there was in 30 turns of something previous. You know, and every every time we made a content familiar where it was like another thing where it's like, oh, how do we figure out how to make the fucking potion that lets you into this? It was like, maybe we don't. Maybe we could, like, do this in a different way. Because this is, it's super dissatisfying to like, oh, this lets you into a place, sort of, unless you go somewhere else, in which case you, oh, sorry, lost your, lost your chance, you know, and, and like, you get a bunch of 30 turn doses of this stuff that might take 100 turns to finish, and it was just, it was goofy, and I like this one better. Um, also, next year's content familiar has to, again, be as big as all previous content familiars <laughs> combined, uh, which prompted Rift to say, uh, uh, make a joke about grains of rice on a chessboard, which was funny. Yep. 
Uh, Achaka says, what are your New Year's resolutions at Asymmetric Inc.? I don't do New Year's resolutions. I, I've i been very, very slowly boiling up the idea for a novel in my head. And so I had a tentative New Year's resolution to do a little bit of writing every day. And I have already failed that resolution. Hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I started working out again uh, right before the New Year. Yeah, I think I want to get back and at least. I felt I I sort of right. stopped doing any kind of exercise because I felt like such crap for so long, uh, which is what led to me getting that surgery in the first place. And then now that I've recovered, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's all about habits, right? Like we were doing so good, we were we were climbing all the time and biking all the time mm-hmm. and working out all the time, and we were in good shape. And we looked good, and we felt good, and we probably smelled real bad, um, <laughs> but in a, like, man way. So that was, like, a thing that a lady was okay with. Uh, and then you broke your wrist, and uh, we got out of that. We got out of the habit of everything, Moved and then Chicago. it just, like, all fell apart. It was like, oh, it turns out, it turns out I didn't have yep. discipline after all. I just, I just had a routine, and it was more work to break the routine than to mm. stick to it. Um. Yeah, like we've been super inconsistent about podcasts yeah. too, and that sucks. I mean, it's just it's made really difficult by yeah. the, holidays the holidays and by the fact that you're remote. Once yeah. once we get back into the the normal, and once we all move to San Francisco, it will be much <laughs> much easier. I like having them. I like having them as much as possible always on Wednesday because it makes it easier to schedule raids. Yeah, you and your fucking raves, man. Maybe stop. Uh, maybe stop doing all of the. Dextromethorphan and ketamine. <laughs> Raids. Raids. Uh-huh. <laughs> Riff, I, I don't think you need to bug bomb the office every Sam week. Sam says, does the real life pretentious artist take four hours to make breakfast like his jar of psychosis states? <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's the joke. He really does. He, I don't know what I was thinking, man. I... I was stressed out because I was running late to get to Roy's house for breakfast. And then I got there, and like two hours later, breakfast was ready. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. spends for like this is the reason that Roy takes forever to get anything done is like he's very good at the work that he does, and he can actually do it quickly. He just takes four hours every day to make breakfast, and so half of the day is over by the time he's eaten breakfast. <laughs> also, making breakfast is awesome. I'm looking forward to exploring the other zones as well. You guys did great on this year's familiar. Well, thanks, Samish. Do. Kaherbi says, the writing on the Loon Level 9 quest, as well as Crimbo, especially the Chibi Buddy, is awesome. Fuck yes, that is all. No questions, except how are you guys so fucking funny? I like how my high-intelligence, low-alignment Chibi Buddy decides to pick up homeless people for medical experiments. That's dark. Uh, okay, one actual question. Who wrote the description for the effect Creepy Pasted from a Happy Medium drink? That's a pretty excellent example of short story economics, and I've shared it with friends but want to know just who gets the credit. I'm pretty sure that everything that you just talked about was Scully, except for... The a Twin Peak riff Twin Peak wrote. was me, yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, remember what creepy paste it is, so that must be That was from a Happy Medium. It's an effect from a Happy Medium drink, which I'm almost sure that Scully wrote yeah. all of those drinks and all of the effects. <clears throat> yeah. I, these, yeah these guys are fucking good writers. We're, 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 we're funny. We're all funny guys. I For me, I think I, I hung out with a lot of r- guys that – I felt were a lot funnier than I had than I was like pretty much my entire life and so the desire to keep up 
has kind of strengthened that ability. Yeah, Scully and I will often credit, like, we spent a year or two uh, when we were living apart from one another where every day we would spend about an hour composing an email to the other where we were just trying to be funny. Like, hmm. it was just, we, we kept, like, upping our games. We kept each upping our game to impress the other. And that's sort of where we where we got the, like, voice that mm. was kind of indistinct, like, especially in the early stuff we wrote. And that was also, like, that was, like, the sort of heyday of brunching shuttlecocks, so there was a right. lot of there was a lot of that influence in there. Like, that guy is just, like, seeing a guy just like, oh, wow, so you can just write, like, a bunch of funny shit every day and put it on the Internet and then people will see it. That is what I am doing. That, like I have now decided that this is what my life is: is to be just like Laura Fitzgerald Schoberg. Um, yeah, I mean, you just have to do it a lot. Yeah. Like anything else, ten thousand hours. You just you practice for ten thousand hours. Um. Yeah. So just spend ten thousand days spending one hour a day <laughs> writing an email to Mr. Skullhead. <laughs> I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Uh, Orbrissa says, give us a hint for the seventh dream jar. No. Uh, Nawarbatan says, how's the Word Realms progress going? Is it too early to ask about a time frame for the MMO? MMO is at least a couple years off. Yeah, I think so. A couple of years? Huh. To I spend was, a week on it, like KOL. Was release it in a very... Well, just release it in a very alpha state so that people can yeah, get maybe you're right. in on the ground floor kind of thing. But even that is probably right. I'm just saying. I'm saying a couple years so that we're less likely to look stupid. Thomas Earl Ward Waldrop Uh, the second says, "I removed my question because it was stupid. Sorry about that. I refuse to believe that somebody named Thomas Earl Waldrop the second could have asked a stupid question." I agree. Uh, All right, let me refresh this questions thread uh, so that I can catch the last little outliers. Just wondering, is there any chance of a semi-rare spleen drop ever happening? Says Rusty Knight. I read that as Busty Knight at first, and I was like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Love the game and the community, and keep up the good work. Oh, thank you. Um, I don't know. That is a thing that we did not do. It wouldn't be very good, probably. You know, it would be carrot juice level, probably, where it was, like, better than wads, but not much. Hmm. Um, anyway, that's the last question. You guys got anything else you want to you wanna say before we, uh, before we pack it up, pack it in? No, I can't think of anything. Oh, man, we are, like, almost exactly one hour. Sweet. It's great. I am so fucking good at predicting how long these things nice. are going to take. Well, okay, I'm over by a couple minutes. Fuck. That's it. I'm cutting out two minutes and 48 seconds of my story about how... Oh, man. (laughs) Did I tell you guys that I almost ate beans for lunch? Uh, But then at the last minute, I decided to eat a coconut curry soup instead. Oh, you didn't tell us what kind of soup it was. Mm, It was a... a, Yeah, it was a coconut curry soup. Yeah, wow. Now it's a totally different and good story. All right. Uh... Thanks for uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. I'm hoping that Hot Stuff can uh, zip up his audio and send it to me ASAP so that I can get it edited and <laughs> posted quick as a sneeze. Good night, everybody. See you. Indeed. Have a great weekend, everyone. <laughs>